It's time for the Red Hawk Report on 102.1 FM KXSU. And now, here's your host, Russell Brown. Good afternoon, Red Hawk Nation. Thanks for tuning in to the Red Hawk Report here on Seattle University student-run radio station, 102.1 FM KXSU. In the studios here in the Senegal building, alongside my main man, Mazvita Mariere. Again, thanks for uh, tuning in. Maz, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm beefing a little bit. Loving the weather. Oh, you always beefing. Man. Well, I'm beefing because uh, we never did go to the honey hole there, and I'm looking at their menu. But that, you know what? That's a perfect segue. Welcome to the Red Hawk Report, brought to you by the Honey Hole, home of the uh, damn good sandwich. I'm going to say sandwiches because all of them are good. Located across the street from Championship Field in Capitol Hill. It's your uh, best spot to get a delicious sandwich. And again, uh, as Ma said, it's a beautiful day here in Seattle as well. Got a great show on tap for you as well. Hezekiah Goodwin of Cross Country is our guest on this show. Breakdown uh, last week in Red Hawk Athletics. Look forward to the next week, along with all the fun promotions going on. Last week, we kind of talked about everybody being back on campus. Everybody seems to be settled in now. Everybody seems to be in their routine. You know, campus is... Not as uh, packed, you know, as I would say, because everybody has the routine. No one's walking around, you know, in groups. Everything seems fine. Found parking as well. That's always a positive. (laughs) (laughs) That's the measure of of how well things are. Can you find a parking on Monday? Yeah, it's Monday. You know, it usually dies off on the week, but somehow picks up on Friday again. People leave early, but people seem to show up early uh, as well. So, uh, but hey, it's, it's a beautiful day in Seattle, and it's uh, it's a little smoky out, but you know we're in October now, and we're in a short sleeve, so can't complain too much. No, nah, like you said, you know, parking or not, students are back and back in their routine, and and we're just glad to be along for the ride. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So the juke, that's a good, the, the vegan I chicken just, contains gluten or classic <laughs> barbecue beef sauce, sautéed onions. I'm not Are we doing a show? Are you looking at <laughs> the honey hole, honey hole menu show? Making the big shout out today. Got Moz over there, mouth watering. Oh, all right. All right. They got right, one of the gooch. I wonder if that's, that's my favorite sandwich there. That's, is it? That's my go-to. Like I said, side of fry, you get the aioli. Oh, man. For the dipping, the odd juice. Uh, anyway, I had that before the soccer game the other day. Ah. It's it's again right across the championship field. Show your ticket, you get a discount as well. Students get a discount, faculty as well. It's it's, it's the best place to get a sandwich. We get a discount, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Nothing beats that. I think you still you got your ID card, right? Might be carved in stone, but you, <laughs> no. You when I had it, it was, <laughs> I think it was a piece was of it paper. Laminated? Yeah. Was it laminated? Was piece of paper? No, the students. Thank goodness for evolution of the Seattle U technology. Yeah, because <laughs> you know now we got fancy cards. Anyway, right. we got a good show on tap. We'll get a quick commercial break. Come back and look at the week behind us. Some good results for Seattle University athletics. Uh, so we'll uh, recap that. Take a quick break. You're listening to the Red Hawk Report on Seattle University's student-run radio station, 102.1 FM, KXSU. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Seattle Children's. Seattle Children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. Hope. Care. Care. Seattle Children's. This broadcast is made possible in part by Copiers Northwest. 
For over 30 years, Copiers Northwest has been offering multifunction copier, printer, and software solutions for businesses and organizations in the Northwest. Swedish is proud to support Seattle U's athletic department and its students. Swedish offers programs such as charity care, research, community health, and education. More information is available at Swedish.org. This broadcast is made possible in part by Coke Zero, a proud supporter of Red Hawk men's basketball. Coke Zero has zero sugar and no calories. Coke Zero is available in stores now. Coke Zero, a proud partner of Seattle University Athletics. Red Hawk men's basketball is sponsored in part by Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines is now offering enhanced cleaning measures and mask requirements on all flights. More information is available at alaskaair.com. Georgetown Brewing is a proud sponsor of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Georgetown Brewing Company is an independently owned Seattle craft brewery and the maker of Manny's Pale Ale. Information about their tasting room, kegs, growlers, and cans to go can be found on their website, georgetownbeer.com. Hi, I'm Alex Rodon, Seattle Sounders player, vendor number 16. Welcome to the Red Hawk Report. Thank you, Alex, for bringing us back from commercial break. Obviously a tough result for the Sounders, missing the playoffs for the first time. 20 years. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, not 20 years I mean, since they've been MLS. You, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm mixing up? I'm mixing up the Mariners going to the... Yeah, that has been 20 yeah, years. Yeah, that's 20 years. I've Other got- sports update. This is, <laughs> we're expanding our coverage. All right. All we, right. we expand to Alex, obviously, because he is a, a great soccer alumni. Here for uh, Coach Pete Fewing, but uh, missing out playoffs for the first time. The Sound News are after uh, a loss. Was that last night? Yes. Yeah, it's hard to get. Well, last afternoon. Yesterday, 1-0. Um, so it was a, a tough one, but uh, that's a good segue, I guess, into uh, a recap of athletics that actually pertain uh, truly to Seattle University. Uh, let's look at the week behind us. And, uh, why don't we start with uh, men's golf? Uh, both golf teams were in action uh, and f- finished fifth of 16 at the Nick Watney Invitational. You know, last time we did the golf update, they were a little bit uh, like lower, higher finish. If you know what I mean, this is a good finish compared to last week. Is what it I'll is. Say. It's, a, it's an improvement, ago. Russell. It's, it's an absolute improvement. improvement uh, fifth of 16 for them at the Nick Watney Invitational. Women's golf finished third of 16 at the Boston College Intercollegiate. So it's again very, very, very good weekend week for golf here at Seattle University. Women's volleyball lost to Sam Houston. That was at home at the Red Hawk Center. One set to three. It was competitive. Volleyball won the first set, but uh, Bearcats ended up not getting the sweep, obviously, but coming and get the next uh, three sets there. Men's soccer. Split a pair of home matches. You and I were talking about this. You, uh, they split a pair of home matches. They got a. They went to one and zero in whack play. Take it down. UTRGV, the Vaqueros got that two one win. Uh, it, it, it seemed like the momentum builder. You know, it was a, after a rough non conference. You know, they had a very very one of the toughest in the country non conference schedules. Beat Notre Dame. We talked about this many times, and then. Struggle to find that win again. That was their first win since Notre Dame. So the improvement there. And uh, the big highlight, there was a couple big highlights from that match. The first one being that the win pushed Achille Kasim into first all-time in goalkeeper wins. 
in the modern Division One era. So obviously they've been in AIA. They were Division One before. So since the modern reinstallment of men's soccer in Division One, he has become the all-time winner in goalkeeper wins. So again, cr- congratulations to Achille. I know you know him and his family very well. Great guy. Yeah, yeah. An absolute gem of a person. You know, always has been. He's a young man, obviously growing up and uh, just well-rounded. Um, you know, I know his dad and uh, a good family. Great know. family. Yeah, I, I yeah. talked to his mom quite a bit over the weekend. Great, I just tremendous family. Very local West Seattle guy. Um, glad to get the win there. But the other big thing was how the Red Hawks got that win, and it's currently up for whack play of the week against a uh, a play from Sam Houston in football. So please go vote for that for whack top play. Um, it's a goal from uh, the number 10 for the Red Ox, Jesse Ortiz. And uh, well, we'll just let Andrew Harvey uh, tell you how that one went. Big ball toward Ortiz. Batted down by Juan Pablo Gonzalez. Pulled through by Wiskel. Ortiz spins, fires. That one drops in. Jesse Ortiz. What a finish. Red Hawks lead 2 1. And that was again Andrew Harvey, one of the best in the business. Uh, he's the best the in the best. Business. Best in the business. He's the best at calling a football around here in the Pacific Northwest. With that call, Jesse Ortiz. If you ever seen the video on men's soccer Twitter, or as I said, the top play video from the Western Athletic Conference, gets the ball, takes gets the ball, not halfway into the box, but a little bit into the box. Takes one touch, comes out of the box, so his momentum is carrying him away from the goal. Turns his hip, fires, just sneaks in under the, the crossbar of the goal. I mean, a fade away, fade goal. away. He fell down, didn't even know he scored. He got up, saw he scored, and this the celebration ensued. Obviously, but an absolute beautiful goal. I know he's Faith. been he's been battling to get back to his uh this regular you know shape and fitness and all that. And man, he looked good in that match as uh, the Red Hawks got the two one win over the Vaqueros. At home, can you really say he's battling to get back and he scores a goal on well, a fadeaway? He landed al- on his he, back. <laughs> he also had the assist in the match. So he oh had, wow! He assisted the other goal in the match as well, which was uh, Zulaga, who just became eligible for this team and scored his first goal as a freshman from Kit Meridian High School. Got a shout out that because a grandpa was a alumni back in the day. So Bring KM go, go Royals, man. you know. I guess pre- we do it all, right? We do it all. Hey, shout high out. school. Yeah, let's shout go. It out. So the KM grad comes in as a freshman, scores a goal, assisted by Jesse Ortiz. Then wow. he turns around and scores the game winner as well to improve to 1-0. and Okay, momentum's building. Then comes Hocktoberfest, inaugural Hocktoberfest. Great production by marketing. Hey, on. I, I gotta. I know. I, I gotta cut you off here. What did that? Rudy did a little mug. Yeah, he did a little mug, man. I tried to tell you. Uh, how did that go? Great, you okay. cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the mug. Over, go ahead. Over at the Ryan House, which you can't quite see out of our window, just a little bit up the street. It was a great. It was a. It was, most of the festivities were after, obviously, the match, and Ryan House did a great job putting that on. Uh, you got limited edition mugs. That had Rudy on it. Beautiful presentation. Uh, the match didn't quite go, so we'll much. say, uh, the way of the Red Ox. They hosted newly rebranded Houston Christian University. The Huskies came in and, uh, well, they kind of, you know, put a damper on the party a little bit, getting the 2-0 win over the Red Hawks. 
It, uh, scoreless at halftime, two quick goals in the second half for the Huskies. Red Ox had so many chances that were just inches off. We talk about a game of inches. Mm. Uh, Declan McGlynn was close to tying the all-time goals record, but was called off sides. If you watch the match, you know, I'm sure you have theories or yeah. debates on that. <laughs> but anyway, Red Ox ended up dropping that one. So they're now one and one in whack play. So not the end of the world by any means, but now another bounce back opportunity. They have a few days off. So uh, more than a week off. So chance to regroup for Pete viewing and the Red Ox. Also in uh, on the pitch, women's soccer. They get the 1-0 win over Grand Canyon in Phoenix. Road Ooh. victory, late goal. We have audio on this one, too. Uikaui comes in, scores a goal, her second of the season, to lift the Red Hawks over GCU. Go ahead and play that one for you as well. A couple of fouls on set pieces already for the Red Hawks. Looking to avoid that right now. Into a dangerous spot. Flicked on, and it's a goal. Seattle U. Ui Kai Hui finds the back of the net. 1-0 Red Hawks. And the Red Hawks would go on to win that one. 1-0. One Another shutout there for SU. They continue to build those up. They've had a few already this season. And that was already their second in conference play. So it's it's been a strong start. Obviously, they had that 1-1 draw with uh, New Mexico State. In that weird lightning two-day match. <laughs> they uh, close one with California Baptist, lost 1-0. So, I mean, this team is, as we said, and as soon as you get to conference play, it's a whole different story. And uh, Coach Julie Wood, excuse me, Coach Julie Woodward and uh, women's soccer definitely playing some top soccer right now. As uh, 1-0. Yeah. Loss. Yeah. Okay. okay. So big time there on the soccer pitch. Also going on, I uh, Saw you reading up on that uh, cross country was in action. They did. You want you want to talk about that one? Yeah, no. They went down to Salem, Oregon, to compete in the forty seventh Charles Bowls Invitational uh, meet there, and uh, they came with a first place team finish. Well, the men, you know, they took fi- they took fifth, which is another quality finish. But some shout outs here to Caitlin O'Neill, and she uh, freshman. Well, she finished seventh overall in the 5K race at the time of 1817. And uh, she ran a huge personal best of a minute and 18 seconds. She saved that off. But, and this is a month ago, she ran 1935 over a month at the Portland State Rust. But the, the thing with uh, Caitlin here, her performance put her 16th all time for the cross country 5K in school history. And she's just a freshman. Hey, so we talked about. Zulaga for soccer, uh, men's soccer, and Ui Kaui is a freshman as well. Freshman stepping up here. Yeah, and let me Lillian uh, Hargreaves also finished right behind O'Neill, uh, finishing her eighth overall with the time of 18th, and that was the best for her. So uh, Azela, girl, lose another one, and Grace Much all scored top 20 individuals they ran under 18 what 1826 and 1840 so you know you've really like to your point you've got a team that's uh young energy that's bringing this team up there so the future's bright absolutely bright and uh i think when up next they uh they go back. Well, who doesn't, right? Oregon is <laughs> Oregon is the state for uh they go back to Lewis and Clark Invitational in Estada, Oregon. So uh, no, shout out to the women's cross country. Definitely, definitely. And we obviously have a 
cross-country athlete coming up in the uh, interview portion as well. But uh, another big shout-out for their performance is uh, Christina Hollander's tennis squad. They did absolutely amazing down there at the Eastern Washington University Hidden Duel. They uh, very successful down there in Cheney. Uh, they defeated Montana 5-2. They also took on Eastern Washington. Just in that uh, the final day, uh, Lilia Domova, Elena Kraliva, and Mariah Elenova all claimed victories in singles. Uh, Domova had a 6-3, 6-1 defeat uh, over Montana's Rosie Stark. Domova also had an impressive tournament run, picking up wins in doubles versus Eastern Washington, Montana, and singles against Eastern Washington, Idaho. So, I mean, it was a absolutely great weekend there for uh, Hollander's squad. So, big shout-out to Seattle University women's tennis as well. So, it was, uh, you know, really the only result you can kind of look at and say, oh, that was a tough one, was men's soccer against Houston Christian. Other than that, I mean, the golf's finished top 10 in both of their well, top five in both of their uh, mm-hmm. events there. Volleyball, uh, I guess volleyball as well, but they won the first set. They're starting to, that growth with uh, that volleyball program there with head coach Michelle Cole. Soccer, Men's soccer got the split at least, and the women's soccer got the great 1-0 win as well. So uh, a great weekend to be a – or a great week, I should say, in general, to be a Red Hawk. And, uh, you know, hopefully next week we can repeat that – or this week we can repeat that uh, – same success, you know. You and I think we were remiss to uh, tell people go uh, download the Go Seattle mobile app. Yeah, right. Go Seattle, you. Go Seattle, you. What else? University. Go Seattle, man. What I mean, go. Yeah, go Seattle in general. But you go, go, go it's University. Six. Okay, Seattle, yeah, you. Seattle, you. All right, all right. You went here, man. You should know. It's ah, here we go. It's That's right, Seattle, you. Jesuit institution. Oh, <laughs> the, highest of, the highest. The highest. I yes, agree. Indeed. But uh, well, you can say that when you're promoting yourself, right? <laughs> so that, that is true. That is true. Well, uh, boss and I will stop talking. Thank goodness, I know. We'll head to commercial break and uh, bring in Hezekiah Goodwin of Cross Country and catch up with. With him, you listen to the Red Hawk Report on Seattle University Student Run Radio Station 102.1 FM KXSU. Georgetown Brewing is a proud sponsor of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Georgetown Brewing Company is an independently owned Seattle craft brewery and the maker of Manny's Pale Ale. Information about their tasting room, kegs, growlers, and cans to go can be found on their website, georgetownbeer.com. Red Hawk Men's Basketball is sponsored in part by Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines is now offering enhanced cleaning measures and mask requirements on all flights. More information is available at alaskaair.com. This broadcast is made possible in part by Coke Zero, a proud supporter of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Coke Zero has zero sugar and no calories. Coke Zero is available in stores now. Coke Zero, a proud partner of Seattle University Athletics. Swedish is proud to support Seattle U's athletic department and its students. Swedish offers programs such as charity care, research, community health, and education. More information is available at Swedish.org. This broadcast is made possible in part by Copiers Northwest. For over 30 years, Copiers Northwest has been offering multifunction copier, printer, and software solutions for businesses and organizations in the Northwest. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Seattle Children's. Seattle Children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. Hope. Care. Cure. Seattle Children's. 
And welcome into another interview portion here of the Red Hawk Report. We're joined by Hezekiah Goodwin of Cross Country. Hezekiah, thanks for taking time out of your busy day. You actually just ran up, so yeah. especially thank you for taking time out of your busy day and joining us. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Excited to be here. Thank you. Well, for we, again, me. Yeah. appreciate you coming here. So going off that, appreciate you being here. You're a transfer PLU, correct? Mm-hmm. What brought you to Seattle University? Yeah, so a big part of um, what I was looking for in the post-secondary, I guess, grad school programs was having the MBA program um, specifically in sports entertainment or sports management. And so um, when I was looking for programs last year, uh, that was kind of a checkpoint. And then also given the COVID year, I was one of fortunate ones to have something successful from COVID, um, being fortunate to compete another year. And so those two options of being able to compete um, at a college and then also the COVID year and kind of with my um, degree, kind of those two culminating factors, yeah. As well, so, let me hear. So you're, you're not new to the Seattle area. You went to PLU, mm-hmm. uh, Kent Lake High School in Kent. So yep. what, what is it about this local area that you just don't want to leave? Honestly, it's the people. And yep. so especially with the smaller size schools, I've noticed with PLU um, and Seattle U especially, it's the people that make the school. And so I've already made, in my short time being here, about a month, so many awesome relationships, so many awesome friendships. The coaching staff here is amazing. And so just those relationships really the foundation of what makes uh, Seattle home and what makes the Pacific Northwest so much special. You guys are just getting into your season now. I believe you have a meet coming up. Mm -hmm. What's it been like, you know, you talked about the COVID year and having a somewhat normal year and getting back into school. Yeah. So it's definitely um, still a transition. Last year with COVID, it kind of changed a little bit um, how the structure of cross country and track works, as you know, with a lot of regulations and masking and things like that. And so with uh, this year, some of those restrictions have been taken a step back. And so it definitely feels like t- uh, 2019 when things were a little bit um, more lax and things like that. And so super excited to hit the season running. Our first real meet is this weekend, and so excited to see what the team can do. Uh, hit the season running. I like that. Yeah. I, I, like, I like my puns. Uh, <laughs> going off that, uh, with this being this is your final year, right? Yep. And you're in the the program, sports and entertainment. What do you want to do post? Obviously, I'm sure you're going to keep running, but what what is the future goal for you? Yeah, so definitely um, transitioning out of being a student athlete, I want to go into that coaching role. And so coaching role and then potentially leading into athletic directing role is the ultimate goal. And so just kind of getting that foundation, getting that experience here within the program and leading that, um, getting that experience in a D1 program, taking that to a high school potentially or another college and just having that experience that I could bring forth um, to somewhere else. Hey, watch out, Chaney. I guess he's coming for your job. <laughs> so, uh, a couple more, you know, more fun questions. Yeah, uh, meet day. What is your routine? What is your go-to meal before? What, what, what's that look like for you? Meat day is very routine. I'm very picky when it comes to meat day. I have a very sensitive stomach, so I can't really, I can have dairy. I can have a lot of things, um, but a, definitely a go-to meal for me is oatmeal. I remember way back in high school, I had a PR from eating oatmeal one time. And so ever since then, I never hey. looked back and I was like, okay, oatmeal <laughs> did it one time. So, hey, it's probably going to do it again. So just oatmeal, uh, make sure I stay hydrated, electrolytes. I love coconut water. For people who have acquired taste like me, coconut water is great. And so uh, listen to music and things like that. So pretty simple, pretty routine, I would say. Unfortunately, we weren't able to do the full preview episode. We had some technical difficulties. But let us know a little bit more about the team. Who do you think is, you know, kind of the <laughs> funniest guy or, or obviously co-ed sport? Who is that person that always puts a smile on your face? There's honestly a lot of guys on the team that um, I can hang out with, I can talk with. Um, 
my homeboy is Josh for sure. Josh Gill, he's he's my homie for sure. We're both in the grad program together, and so just coming here, we had ran, ran against each other in high school, and we didn't really know each other. But coming here, it just kind of really bonded our relationship. And he's definitely I can someone someone I can count on um, through anything pretty much. So. Yeah. All right, to wrap up the show, what's one thing you're really looking forward to in this new school year? It can be, you know, either running or it could be in the classroom or anything else. What is What are you most looking forward to in this new school year? Yeah, I'm really excited for the transition period. And so I feel like I focus so much on being a student athlete, especially in my undergrad years. And so what is it um, with qualifications or how do I transition to the next level of being a professional, a working professional especially. And so definitely just culminating those skills here, really focusing on grad school and getting um, the most out of my education, especially you're only an athlete for a short window. So I definitely understand that and just kind of want to see what the next level has to bring. Well, we appreciate it as a guy for taking time out of your day and uh, join us here on the Red Hawk Report. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you. Yeah. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Seattle Children's. Seattle Children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. Hope. Care. Cure. Seattle Children's. This broadcast is made possible in part by Copiers Northwest. For over 30 years, Copiers Northwest has been offering multifunction copier, printer, and software solutions for businesses and organizations in the Northwest. Swedish is proud to support Seattle U's athletic department and its students. Swedish offers programs such as charity care, research, community health, and education. More information is available at Swedish.org. This broadcast is made possible in part by Coke Zero, a proud supporter of Red Hawk men's basketball. Coke Zero has zero sugar and no calories. Coke Zero is available in stores now. Coke Zero, a proud partner of Seattle University Athletics. Red Hawk Men's Basketball is sponsored in part by Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines is now offering enhanced cleaning measures and mask requirements on all flights. More information is available at alaskaair.com. Georgetown Brewing is a proud sponsor of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Georgetown Brewing Company is an independently owned Seattle craft brewery and the maker of Manny's Pale Ale. Information about their tasting room, kegs, growlers, and cans to go can be found on their website, georgetownbeer.com. Hola a todos, soy Julieta Peralta del equipo de fútbol femenil y están escuchando al Red Hawk Report. And welcome back into the studio here. Another good shout out for Hezekiah Goodwin. And you heard in the interview, he actually came running up right before he started the interview, uh, doing it over there at SU Park and, uh, you know, always running. You know, those cross-country athletes always running. But uh, the, the big shout-out to uh, Josh Gill, who's actually one of the GAs with athletics now as well. as uh, So big shout-out. Also organized the interview, did uh, Josh. So big shout-out to him and Hezekiah. But, uh, yeah, cross-country, that's a sport. Uh, you know, r- constant running was not a sport, Maz, believe it or not, that I got into. Just <laughs> really, yeah. As a, you know, I, I, you know, nonstop cardio necessarily, and I don't always agree. Yeah, I ran a little fifteen hundred meters back oh, in the day, and uh, well, 
you know, soccer players have to run. Oh, but it's okay. uh, <laughs> you played football, right? And I, what, 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 what are we talking? Footy, or are we talking? <laughs> yeah, you played a little basketball, yeah, right? Yeah, I was a basketball and baseball for most of my life. And those uh, Olympic uh, athletes, I mean, Olympic sports, if you will, and you know, track, and, and you could throw cross country just because of the track element of it. Yeah, it's it's amazing the training they have to go through. So that the meat is actually less distance than the training that they have to do, if that makes sense. And and you're really having to to work on two things, right? That is the endurance part of it and also the ability to to make that sprint at the end, right? So the training is, is dual, but, you know, there's a lot of... There was a lot of hours uh, spent on the hills, you know, in cross country. So, like I said, I didn't run it, but ran track, and uh, it's just a amazing. Uh, you have to be an amazing athlete for any sport, yep. but the constant running, you know, um, training to run so right. that you can run in the meet. That's yeah. You already kudos. said run too many times. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. <laughs> I was trying to count how many no, times I lost it. You know, you and I obviously respect every athlete equally and you know, some athletes you understand you understand because you played that sport. You understand you ref that sport or you know, mm-hmm. but there's some mm-hmm. sports that you have to respect from a distance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'll run up and down a basketball court. Uh sure, the you know, soccer pitch. Sure. Sure, you know. Uh, but again, shout out for Hezekiah and the cross country team for everything you do. Um, but with that out of the way, again, thank you. Let's uh, move on to the week ahead in Red Hawk Athletics, brought to you by Kells Irish Pub, located in Post Alley between Stewart and Virginia. Eat, drink, celebrate. Well, it uh, it's pretty full week ahead. The uh, well, let's start with golf hosting. The Pat Lesser Harbottle Invitational at the Tacoma Country Club. Quite a few members of the staff have gone out there and will continue to go out there throughout the week. Uh, well, out the, throughout the week, throughout the next day. Mm-hmm. As uh, today was the first day, tomorrow is the last day for it out there. So that is going on for the next two days or a day and a half at this point. Uh, men's tennis. Also in action at the Intercollegiate Tennis Association Regional Championship. Say that five times fast. In Spokane. Get this, Moz. Talk about uh, fatigue. Starts Thursday for men's tennis down there in Spokane. They don't come back till Wednesday of next week. Wow. So we will have another Red Hawk report <laughs> before tennis comes back. Down there in Spokane, that's, so there's an endurance. That, that's day. another one of those really multi kind of uh, sports. I mean, you, you know, the the mental aspect of every sport is important, but you know, tennis. You know, you could go three sets. You know, you've seen five sets at yep. Wimbledon. I mean, you know, it, it, it's strength, it's power, it's speed, and it's mental awareness. That's another. That's another one. That's another tough sport. Definitely. Right there. That, it's hard on the knees too. I've heard. Have you played? Uh, like junior high and PE, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's no, a, that's this an, is junior high. That's another. <laughs> that's like that's another sport I respect. A fish and fry, one of those little rackets. Because I can't do it. Okay. <laughs> because okay. sidetrack <laughs> playing tennis, you think, oh, I'm gonna hit the racket and it's gonna go exactly where it does on TV. 
I swing, it flies over the fence, no control over the ball. The the lateral movements again on the the concrete. I I know they play clay and grass in different courts. That's right. But, that's uh, right. That's another whatever piece. the middle school <laughs> surface was going back dirt. and forth. Even in <laughs> my dirt. younger days, uh, I don't know if it was dirt. I mean, maybe your high school, but uh, <laughs> oh, not Roosevelt. <laughs> go going back. Go Rough Riders. Yeah. Go uh, going back and forth on the you know the young knees still wasn't great. You know, so that's a sport. I don't know how you control the ball. I don't know how you put so much power behind it while controlling it. But again, it's like golf. It's amazing. Yeah, there's a balance. It's just like oh, golf a little st- bit, don't get right? Me started on my it's golf it's game. all tech. Oh. oh yeah, well, it's all technique, but you also have to have precision in it, right? So yep. it isn't just pure brute strength. And uh, there's technique, there's form in there, and then again, there's that mental. You know, awareness that comes with it. Oh, by the way, you're playing somebody across the yeah. net from you. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's a back and forth affair nonstop, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, off that, <laughs> off the glory days. Uh, volleyball is also in action this week. They take on Utah Valley. It's a mm. bit of a doubleheader, which we'll talk about in a second. Saturday at the Red Ox Center, 2 p.m. on ESPN Plus. Jason Darrow doing the broadcast duties there. Uh, again, we talked about uh, volleyball. It's it's that it, last year was say ground zero. This is the first year of that true full rebuild. Coach Michelle Cole, she's brought in a lot of very competitive athletes on that team and going in the right direction. So uh, Wolverines coming down, very good Wolverine squad coming in. Two p.m. there. If you cannot make it to the Red Ox Center, ESPN Plus is your place to go. Same day. Probably traveling on the same flight and same bus, I would assume. Women's soccer hosts Utah Valley at Championship Field across the street. Mm. So if you're a sports fanatico like myself, you can double dip. You can go from one to the other, which I know a lot of people have either done that with the Mariners and the Sounders when they play on the same day quite often. I've done it with a storm and either the Mariners or Sounders. And you know what's right in the middle of the two where you can get yourself a little bite while you go? A lot. Is there in you between. Go. What are you? <laughs> you there got, you, you go. <laughs> There's plenty. There's, There's plenty of great. Yeah, yeah. We're talking from Climate Pledge to T-Mobile in that instance. No, and I was talking, in you said Climate. You said from. Oh, you come up on the hill. It's yeah. always great food. Yeah, I such mean, such as the honey hole. Right. Ah, yeah. <laughs> See, I try to set you up like a fumble. No, I saw what you're doing. I just. <laughs> you want to give the sure. other people. Kells is also mixed in there as okay. well. Okay. All right. Um, but yes, you get a lot of good food options on double headers. Um, there's nothing quite between Red Ox Center and Championship Field. There you go. That's one road. Yes. Um, but but you know, uh, Honey Hole is located at the end of Championship Field. Oh man, so that yeah. that's that still can work. But uh, so you can go from seeing Coach uh, Michelle Cole's squad. That's right. Inside to Julie Woodward's squad outside on the pitch, Utah Valley. That's uh, again on Saturday, 7 p.m., also on ESPN+. Plus. So if you're a couch potato as well, you can double dip and get whatever's in the fridge, I guess. Yeah, that's not it. Now, you know, we promote food. You, you can also make sure you get your plenty of water, you know what I mean, <laughs> <And> stay <laughs> hydrated. We, just, we don't want to make this couch potato show, your, your but, nutritional you know, nutrition, but we do have nutritional updates, like you're saying, to <laughs> keep you fueled and going. Yes, yes, keep you field and going. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we talked about men's soccer. They have a, a lot of time off 
they uh, since their uh, last match, they are not back in action until the 14th, Friday the 14th. So quite a bit of time to rest the legs, get everybody healthy. They travel to Utah Tech on that Friday the 14th. That's a 12.30 p.m. kickoff in St. George. And they'll follow that up on that road trip heading uh, southwest. My directions are right. To uh, Las Vegas, take it on UNLV in the desert, 6 p.m. kickoff. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Take it on the, uh, are they still the running Rebels or just the Rebels? Either way. I'm going to go with Rebels. They're at least still the Rebels. Uh, So Red Ox soar down there to take on the Trailblazers and the Rebels in uh, soccer. But uh, good, extra time off. Yeah, they're rebel. Them. By the way, I just checked. Just just so, rebels. Yeah, no be more the running. Rebel is what it's saying on their website here. All right, Rebel Athletic. Cool. Right. So there you go. Less for me to say. <laughs> so uh, also also something we can preview: uh, basketball right around the corner. Wow. Well, men's and women's basketball. Believe it or not, uh, we're just about a month away from uh, tip off. Goodness, and it's it's. I know we got NBA preseason action down the road here in a couple hours, but uh, college basketball right around the corner. And, and the teams are practicing, right? And they're practicing. They're starting. Awesome. Coach Susie Barkham and uh, Chris Victor both have their respective squads ready to go. I'm sure women's basketball in Greece, I believe this uh, this off season. So I mean. They're traveling. They do that every so often, uh, switching off men's and women's basketball to uh, different locales. But, uh, you know, obviously women's basketball, after uh, last year, coming back, showing how competitive it can be. Men's basketball trying to defend a uh, regular season title, you know, and they're, they've retooled as well. So exciting times. You know, we got swim gonna got swim going on over that long season. We talked about the tennises, the golfs. Mm-hmm. We got uh, – Baseball was having a scrimmage against uh, St. Martin's. I mean, everybody's going on softball. They've had their photos taken. Everybody's. This is about back. you know. This is this it's is all happening at the same time. It's not quite peak of everybody in action, but it's it's warming up. Is it? Well, I was gonna say it's cooling down outside, but it's not cooling down outside. But uh, you get my point. The Red Hawks, that must, the Red Hawks Center must be a pretty busy place. It that is. weight room and oh, yeah. all, you know, those athletic. Uh, wow. You know, I was just noticing you you see San Diego November 7th, Monday. It's the first game for the yeah. uh, for the men's in La Jolla. Yeah. Yeah. Been, uh, On the road, yeah. Ball. Yeah, it's, it's coming fast. Both those schedules, by the way, have been released for men's and women's basketball. If you have not checked, go to GoCLU.com. Uh, Moss talked about the first men's game there. Women also on November 5th in an exhibition against the aforementioned St. Martins. That will be at the Red Ox Center. And then they head to Oregon State and Oregon. Wow. Down there, they uh, go back-to-back with the Beavers Oregon, and the Ducks. Oregon State? Yeah, both of them. Uh, men's play Oregon State as well this season. As long, uh, also with a crosstown rival with Washington. Uh, obviously, we're not going to go too in-depth here because yeah. we will have a preview episode for both basketballs. But, uh, yeah, uh, they also play uh, men's basketball in North Dakota. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool travel. <laughs> that's tongue in cheek because you pretty, want pretty, people pretty know cool, there. Pretty cool travel. Well, that's the rival of. Anyway, uh, it's gonna it's right. it's gonna be fun. You know, obviously, basketball season 
kicks off, you know, being a university that doesn't have football, basketball becomes the next quote unquote biggest sport. Obviously, we have exceptional sport. I mean, you talk about the softball program, soccer you talk about baseball, you talk about the soccer is obviously you know, all their NCAA appearances. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just a different time. You eventually get to March Madness, you know. It's a great time. Yeah, great time. I, I think the way that basketball sets itself up in both men's and women's, and it's great to see the evolution of the NCAA. Hello, finally coming around to the equity part yep. of basketball, right? You mentioned March Madness, but having that to say, okay, let's have it so that um, it's this, that same excitement, that tournament feel in all the sports here that have, you know, you, that tournament feel always gives you that, you know, the, the regular season is fine, but getting to that tournament gives you that last chance to, you know, and I'm and when I mean conference tournament, which then gets you to you know, to the big tournament, and uh, so that that's what's it's exciting in college sports having that tournament, conference season, conference tournament, and then who knows what can happen if you if you get hot. Hundred percent. Well, uh, we'll take a one last break before we call it a night here. Look at uh, some from promotions coming up and. Uh, all that little fun stuff to wrap up this week's episode. You're listening to the Red Hawk Report on Seattle University student-run radio station, 102.1 FM, KXSU. Brewing is a proud sponsor of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Georgetown Brewing Company is an independently owned Seattle craft brewery and the maker of Manny's Pale Ale. Information about their tasting room, kegs, growlers, and cans to go can be found on their website, georgetownbeer.com. Red Hawk Men's Basketball is sponsored in part by Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines is now offering enhanced cleaning measures and mask requirements on all flights. More information is available at alaskaair.com. This broadcast is made possible in part by Coke Zero, a proud supporter of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Coke Zero has zero sugar and no calories. Coke Zero is available in stores now. Coke Zero, a proud partner of Seattle University Athletics. Swedish is proud to support Seattle U's athletic department and its students. Swedish offers programs such as charity care, research, community health, and education. More information is available at Swedish.org. This broadcast is made possible in part by Copiers Northwest. For over 30 years, Copiers Northwest has been offering multifunction copier, printer, and software solutions for businesses and organizations in the Northwest. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Seattle Children's. Seattle Children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. Hope. Care. Cure. Seattle Children's. I'm Nestor Herman, right-handed pitcher for the baseball team at CLU, and you're listening to the Red Hot Report. Welcome back in, Muzz and myself. About ready to sign off here, but a quick little shout out to, uh, we talked about the uh, women's soccer match against Utah Valley, but there is a fun promotion. Nice little way to wrap up the show is talking about it. Uh, So on the 8th, when they host Utah Valley at 7 p.m., it is international night at uh, Championship Field as they host the Wolverines. Show up, and you also get a Seattle University flag while supplies last. So show up early. Claim your tickets. Students and faculty, please claim your tickets. Show up. Get you a Seattle University flag. Celebrate international students and athletes. 
Uh, Julieta Peralta, who we talked to last week, right, Mexican right. national team, she is on the squad. I believe Utah Valley has several player players as well. Excuse me. And you look through all the rosters at Seattle University, and you know this is an international. We talk about it every week. It seems like an international city, an international university. So it is a great time for all the clubs as well on campus uh, to come out, celebrate, especially diversity, which means so much to this university, and I know you and I as well. So it's going to be a good time. So you got a you got a flag. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, you got a world flag. No. You mean S like what, a, you want a United Nations one? What do you want? Yeah, I don't know. You said international. <laughs> yeah, no, it's international okay. night. So okay. Seattle U, Seattle U flag. Okay, so I got my Seattle U flag, but in diversity and internationalism, we stand. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like how you throwing up the fist. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. The Olympics. No, no, no. That one, thank goodness, we have evolved as a country, yeah, like yeah, you said, yeah, and become the melting pot that we are. And uh, Seattle University is at the center of that. That is true. Yeah. So uh, definitely come out and uh, support women's soccer, support volleyball as well. Again, if you can double dip, please do. But uh, it'll be a fun night out at Championship Field. So it's Celebrate international students, athletes, Absolutely. and uh, well, at that point, fans as well. You know, we got to celebrate it all. But uh, again, Julia to Peralta, a good example. Uh, good is not good enough. Her Great example. Yeah. And yeah. as we had her on last week and talking about the experience she has. And uh, again, I keep going back to this when as I asked her about, you know, what do you wish people knew about Mexico? And it's wish we didn't get stereotyped. And I think there's so many cultures that feel that way and want to say it. And, you know, some don't have the courage, but, you know, it needs to be said. And again, kudos to Julieta for being able to say that so eloquently and, uh, you know, expressing that, that not only Mexico is not a great place, but sometimes is seen as something because of a stereotype. So many nations are like that. So, uh, again, it's a great time to come together. You know, I- Russ, what I got out of what she said was a call to action. That too. Know, to go beyond the images that we see. Yep. You know, and and fortunately, what's great about a university campus, that's the opportunity. That that is really what I got out of what she said and the uniqueness of uh, you know, a campus like an international, you know, yeah. Campus like this, you know, and go beyond the food and the images we see, and really talk to that person. I, when I went here, and this is one long time ago, from the communications department, we actually took a two-week trip to Shanghai and uh, Beijing cool. as part of the communications department. So, you know, I mean, it's just incredible the the connections and that you can make. So. Call to action, y'all. Go, go to the uh, to the match, but also, you know, you, you, who you're eating with and who's around there, who you're walking by and say hello, and you know, and don't make an assumption. You know what country they're from, yep. but ask. You know what I mean? Because uh, and it, you just don't know. That is true. That is a hundred percent true. Well, can't wrap it up any better than that. Definitely come out there to International Night at Women's Soccer. This week, and uh, it's going to be a great time, especially with volleyball going on before and all the great festivities. Well, it's starting to heat up more and more here. We got uh, a few great interviews coming down the pipeline. Tarek Skubal of the Detroit Tigers, former uh, Seattle University Red Hawk. We're going to chat with him soon. We got uh, uh, 
Laura McCabe and Ezgi Ozkan of Volleyball scheduled as well. So we're going to keep coming with great interviews here, folks, and uh, continue to build this show out. So, again, we appreciate you tuning in here for another week. Miles and myself signing off. Trevor Bond for providing the interview as well. Kells and Honey Holt for sponsoring this show. Uh, signing off for everybody who makes this show great. Everybody behind the scenes. Just thanks. We appreciate it. And hope to see you uh, next week. And as always, uh, go Red Hawks. Have a good and safe week, everybody. Yeah.